Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Hi, and welcome to episode 221 of Martha Runs the World. Yeah, so how are you today? Thank you so much for joining me. I'm doing fabulous. I tell you, my healing is coming along really well. I walked these last few days without a cane. Yes, I only used my cane a week. And then I said, I don't need it. And I've just been walking very well, doing all that my exercises that my physical therapist tells me. Yes, I do follow your instructions. Yes, I do. And everything is coming along really, really well. I'm very, very pleased. And I know healing is a process. It takes time. It's not a quick thing. I have to have patience. I understand. But I'm going to hurry it along just as much as I can. My guest today is Beth Baker. She's a certified running coach. She's the host of the podcast, Why We Run. She's an expert motivator for beginning runners. And I'll tell you, if she was my coach and I was beginning runner, I would never stop running. She's so motivating and inspirational. When I listen to her, I just want to go run. Of course, I can't right now, but I will in time. She's just so terrific. She has so much energy and it just flows out of her. I love it. And you're going to love it too. And you're going to want to go run after you listen to her or while you listen to her. This is a really good episode to listen to while you run. Oh, as is all my episodes. <laughs> anyway, so without further ado, here is Beth Baker. Will you welcome to the program? She's a running coach. She hosts the podcast, Why We Run. She's also an expert motivator, and she's also a motivator for beginning runners. Beth Baker. Hi, Beth. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's very much appreciated. So let's see. I'm not going to start at the beginning, but I'm going to ask you why you wanted to become a running coach. Yes. I Well, I really was really interested. When I started running, I had a really hard time. It took me a whole year to do my first 5K just at when I was 26 years old and when there was absolutely nothing wrong with me at all. And, um, I, I thought that was really weird just having that, um, that space where, you know, when you start running, it's just hard and it looks so natural. Everybody out there looks like they're having a great time. And I was just really interested in that first, like 10, 15 first mile problem. And I really wanted to take people, like kind of hold their hand through that tunnel to show them the other side of it. So I, um, I like I just really like that part, and it's just so nice to have uh, people who never run before get to a place where they really are enjoying it because it does take a while, and people don't talk about that. It's it's really hard to begin running, and so many beginners who start on their own they do things that really give them such a negative impression of running. Right. Yes, and you're using different muscles. You're um, you don't know about shoes and bras and things like that. Um, and of course, you know, people get injured, they go off too fast. Uh, they don't know all the things that like new, you know, like shin splints and side stitches and like that, all that goes away. And it, it's like the payoff is so much better than the initial crap. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. It's, it's such a, it's so difficult to learn, but once you yeah. learn, you've got it. 
Yeah, right. And so that was that was what I really love that little that little seedling of running. And I really I just wanted to grow that, so to speak. I mean, there's a there's a point when you're a beginning runner when you and I've I've started running over again and I will again after my surgery. But there's there's a point when you when all of a sudden you breathe fought your breathing is fine and your legs aren't tired and you're running for more than 10 minutes and it just feels wonderful and you have yeah. that sense of feel of wonderfulness yeah and it's just and all the world the birds are singing and everything's great and that's why you're doing it right but if you don't if you haven't felt that before and you keep trying to like my husband just started running um he's you know in his 50s early 50s and uh he's like all right expert tell me when it gets good and i'm like oh boy <laughs> i don't know i mean he just he, he's looking to me to tell him that it's going to get easier it's going to get great i'm like sometimes it doesn't get great but you always feel really good when you're done mm-hmm. and he's like yeah that's true and i'm like just like how you feel for the rest of the day and your anxiety or when you know stress or whatever kind of leaves your body so some people are really looking for that pie in the sky heavens open up rainbows fall out of the sky I mean, right on top of you um, and sometimes that's not it, but um, every once in a while, I think that what that is um, happens. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think we're all chasing, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You're not going to feel that all the time. You no, no, only no. feel that once in a while. Right. And once in a very, very long while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. I remember um, when I first, so when I actually, I remember exactly when I had, had that feeling and it was over in your neck of the woods. Um, mm. And I was, uh, I would, you know, it took me about, a, a while to kind of get that. Um, I was running along the panhandle of Golden Gate Park in San Francisco and I, you know, kept doing it and kept doing it. And I was just like, I got up three miles. I'm like, great. Um, but I, I had, you know, yellow Walkman. Remember how back in the day, the yellow Walkmans with the, mm-hmm. yeah. So I had that and I was listening to Led Zeppelin, um, going around Stowe Lake over there in Golden, in Golden Gate Park. Mm-hmm. And I remember exactly where I was. I was right at the top of the lake mm-hmm. and I heard, um, uh, oh, I almost forgot the song, um, Fool in the Rain. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like, I thought someone had actually drugged me or I felt like something, you know, cause you know, Golden Gate Park, you never know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I felt like just like a wash of like glory and wonderfulness. And I was like looking around, like I like almost started giggling and, and I was like, oh my God, this is, this is amazing. And I felt like a drug. I felt like I was high as a kite. Um, and I was just smiling and happy. And, um, of course, you know, music kind of puts that together too in your head, like, you know, on a chemical level. I was just like, this is it. <laughs> and I was kind of, kind of done from there as far as going back to not running. It doesn't happen very often, but there are those times when you're just running and you just feel like you can do this. Okay, I can do this. I only have a five mile today, but I could do this 10 more miles. And this yeah. feels great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it is great. It sure makes up for those times when you're just slogging it and you say, right. oh my God. I, yeah, have, I, I just have got it. back from a half mile run and I <laughs> fell down and my dog was like wrapped around me. I'm like, well, this sucks. <laughs> I know. Or it's like, oh my God, I've got four miles to do today and I my legs feel like lead. Yeah. And I just don't feel like doing this and yeah. I don't want to know. Blah, blah, blah. This, is, the, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But those... you always, but you always feel good when you're done. Always. Yes. Always, always. Yes. And if you can get through that, if you can get through that run and get it done, what an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, I think that's where confidence comes from. It's like, 
doing something for yourself to yourself that you don't want to do um, as a way of uh, commemorating, you know, your self worth and how you, how you want your body to be treated and how you want to treat yourself. And if you can do that, that you don't you don't want to do it, you know, that thing that's where that's where confidence is kind of born. It certainly is, and it really helps. It helped me anyway to develop consistent patterns and consistent habits in my life. Okay. I'm a lover of Excel. So I put all my workouts on Excel spreadsheets. I love that. So I have all my workouts and everything laid out so I can put out those out between my bizarre work schedule. So, okay, this day I can do this and I have all this laid out so that the rest of my life I can fill in in between my work and my workouts. Yeah. And that it really helps me establish some groundwork in my life, some stability in my life. And it really, really helps me get into habits and healthy habits. So I don't, right. so I don't get frustrated. I have running, so I don't run off and get a, you know, a, a pint of ice cream or something like right. that. I do this instead. So it, it really helps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, it's like those small little wins that are just kind of build yeah. up and, um, that you have something to show for it after, you know, not, not too long, actually. Um, and I, I always, I have to always remind myself, I'm like, man, I got to do this for other parts of my life that I'm kind of like, uh, kind of wishy-washy about. And I'm like, if, if I, just, I mean, I just, um, starting up, I just started a book a few months ago and I'm like, I just kind of treat it like running. I'm like, I'm just going to do it every day at the same time, whether I want to or not. And it's not going to be great every time, but I'm like, I got, half of it done in a couple months so it's just it's it's amazing you know wonderful you have to tell us about it when it's done you'll definitely have to come in and tell us about it that's very oh oh, never mind okay well well anyway we'll 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 well okay (laughs) all right so is that why you like working with beginning runners or what made you start working with beginning runners i like the idea of um getting people who never run before to start to run as opposed to making people faster. Okay. I'm not a comp- I'm not a competitive person myself mm-hmm. and I don't never this competition just doesn't appeal to me whatsoever. But I love the camaraderie of running and mm-hmm. the community of it and having people that are you know, I think it's like I work with a lot of transitional women as far as like having a baby, empty nesters, divorces, whatever have, happens, you know, it's part of life. Mm-hmm. And um, we're kind of all there for each other and doing this hard thing together. And it, I think running is, is a transitional part of your life where you be, do something that you didn't do and now you're doing it and it changes you. So I like that. I really like that part. It it does. It changes everything if you haven't done it before. Imagine, I mean, it gives you so much, as you said, confidence, so much strength. If yeah. you haven't had the strength to do something like this for yourself, I mean, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm, I'm a single person. And so I'm pretty self-centered. I, I really kind of am. But if you, but if you've always done things for other people, right. And everything you did was for someone else, yeah. this is something all for all yourself, for yeah. you. Or even if you're not like, you still have to show, like we have running groups and we you still have to show up for other people. Yeah. Like that's the thing. There too, you go. Like, yeah. So that's, I mean, that, that's, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's, it makes it more, it makes it better for everybody, like for them to show you up, for you to show up and having that, um, yeah, that sense of, uh, yeah, a sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's very layered. 
That's true. That's true. And and you and all the friends you make and everything like yeah. that in a running group. And they're it's all a great in, common denominator yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. And they're all starting out too. So right. oh, wonderful. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really neat. What a what a what a uh terrific running fellowship, really. Right. Yeah. And it's I mean, we're a lot of it you have yeah, something something in common, but most of it is you know, we're not different people really. We I mean we've been pinned against each other for a few years now and it's mm. uh yeah we have different values but it, i think having that thing where you're helping each other out and we're all kind of trying to do that and be a yeah. part of something sure I think we all have that in common i think the pan- pandemic definitely showed us that we need to be together that's for yeah. sure yeah that is so, true i mean yeah. it, it really did show that that um and it showed that we really miss out when we're by ourselves really yeah for sure. If I started being a, a client with with you, what are the couple questions you that you would ask me first? We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Well, um, we have, I, I, I don't do a lot of vetting as far as, you know, make sure that you want to do a goal. I try not to, I, I steer away from any kind of weight loss, uh, aspirations that people might have because I like people's bodies exactly where they're at. And I think that that's what you got going on and meet you where you are. Um, but I do think like, you know, having a walking program, like if you're able to walk at a you know fast rate for 30 minutes mm-hmm. um, a day, that is kind of like, that's the sweet spot right there. And again, it's not that if you have that habit to walk for yourself, <laughs> then you, then you probably can just ease into running a little bit, just, you know, sprinkling mm-hmm. running a little bit more, but that's pretty much it. Making sure that you're, you know, or ha- you have that, are you able to walk? Yeah. Yeah, that makes That's a lot right. of sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. If you can walk 30 minutes a day, you can start slow running. It's, yes. There's no reason why you couldn't, really, if you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people, like, if you're walking up hills, it's the same cardiovascularly for yourself as running mm-hmm. is um, flat. And uh, so, like, you know, start walking up hills. And we have a uh, a lake over here in Seattle called Green Lake, and there's trash cans kind of um, sprinkled around it. I'm like, go to Green Lake and there's a trash can. I go walk a trash can, run a trash can, walk a trash can. And they're like, oh, okay. That's, I mean, that's kind of the, it's just having just little, 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 uh, little starts and little finishes. So, and then you just yeah. grow that and your cardiovascular just gets stronger and stronger. It's just a muscle. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, so now your, your podcast, Why We Run, it focuses on older runners. Is that right? Oh, no. Uh, no? we have, it's, uh, it's changed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, we okay. had it before the pandemic. Okay. Um, and I actually ran. I run with people while we're actually running. Okay. Or I talk to people while we're actually running. Okay. Yeah, so it does. We have little microphones that go. Um, that I pin to people's uh, brims of their hats. Oh, neat. And I have a um a thing. Actually, it's right here. It's big. 
this big baby. I, I know very helpful on a uh, podcast, but it's a big recorder that I put in my backpack, um, in my running backpack, and uh, have uh, microphones attached to that and string it out. So we're all laced together with microphones. Oh, nice! <laughs> it's, it's quite it's quite funny to watch us run because <laughs> we're all leashed together. And uh, I I you know talk about people who are beginner runners while they started running. Um, I do have a episode about like late bloomers, so mm. people who didn't start running until they're after fifty. Or um, I had a whole a couple episodes about uh, cancer survivors and mm, um, okay. and why you know getting them why they ran before and after, mm-hmm. um, and just different. So after but after the pandemic, um, we couldn't run together. But I started doing interviews with people who are not necessarily what you would think of. I mean, like you would. They happen to be runners. So like mm. the editor of Wired magazine I have on there who's, you know, super brainy, super smart. I'm like, yeah. and he just started running, you know, so just why they start started doing it and artists and writers, things like that. Cool. Very, that's very cool. Yeah. That's, I like that approach. So you, so you, um, you both, well, obviously you're going at the same pace and you're just running along and, and, yeah, and yeah. Ch- chatting while you're running. I love that idea. That There aren't that many podcasts that do that. It's no, clever. I don't think so. No. I, my background's in audio engineering, but I went to school for that. So I was mm-hmm. just like trying to be creative. I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool. And I, I haven't done it in a while. So I'd like to re- start redoing that again. My big fantasy was to take a, a van across the country and kind of uh, hijack people while they're on their runs. And kind of ask them if I can mic them up and, you know, start talking to them or running with them while I, um, um, so I'm doing like having a cross country podcast, you know, caravan. <laughs> How so, fun. One day. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do some, do some runs all, all across the U.S. That fun. Yeah. Yeah. What a great idea. That is so we'll really see. cool. Well, you know, you could even if you get a GoPro and, and film it right. and have it on YouTube. There you yeah, go. Yeah. I know. That's, yeah. Well, it's sponsor. If anybody wants to sponsor that, please let me know. I'm I'm open to that. Yeah, <laughs> really. I need a van and yeah, really. All her links will be on MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's excellent. That's what it. That's so creative. See, that, I love that idea. I would watch that on on YouTube. I right. Would watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not fast. I'm not like a you know. I just like to run. Well, yeah, and I think that the that the most uh, sure fast runners are are interesting and they have yeah, absolutely stars. yeah. But the middle of the pack and the back of the pack also has very interesting stories. Anybody yeah. running has an interesting story. I mean, everybody has, everybody going to the starting line has a story of how they got there and why they're there and what yeah. they're doing. All that work for, because if you, because if you did any work at all, if you would try at all, you, you practiced and you trained. Right, right. I mean, so you didn't, and then you learn about what have you, the, the baton death march, as they say. Right. <laughs> I was just training. I was running with a lady yesterday. She was pregnant, super young woman, and um, she she used to do ultra marathons. And this was her first baby. And she was talking about, you know, she's like, "Well, I, I don't know what I'm going to do after the baby because I I need to run." And you know, she's like, "I'm like, yeah, I go ultra marathoners are kind of like comedians. There's a definite reason why." we do this thing, you know, something trauma in our past or whatever, but there's a reason we're funny. And there's a reason why we run ultras. And she goes, Oh yeah, that's, that's, that, I, that's very true. <laughs> it is true. It, is something. it could be dark. It could be, you know, whatever, but it's, 
That's just interesting. It it's funny. Um, there are there are races that I've suffered that I've had a suffer fest through. With my before my first hip surgery, I've had my right hip done, and now I'm doing my left hip, and then I'll be bionic woman, and I can run Woo. for hundreds of miles. I know I'm so excited, nervous, but I'm excited. You know that excite nervous excitement. But mm-hmm. I but my first one before I got that one done, I I ran 50k on Mount Shasta. Oh, and, and, and total pain. I mean, the, oh. the the first half was okay, but the second half it hurt so bad. But there was no way I was not going to finish. I was yeah. going to finish no matter what. My doctor said it was okay. He said, "Yes, this is going to hurt." Right? Yeah, understanding it, but it. But you know, <laughs> I, I was in tears half the time. But I finished. I finished. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I had I had the same thing over at Baker, Mount Baker over here at fifty k a few months ago or last year, and it was just everything went wrong and I. You know, I'm just like, why am I doing? I was just, I was in a bad mood from start to finish, and I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Of course, you're done, and it's like childbirth. You forget about it. <laughs> oh, let's do this one but, again. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, next time I'll do it with people because I was by myself, and like, you know, next time, next time, next time. <laughs> so next time I'll maybe have a new hip. <laughs> Well, you know, I always do it with friends, but my friends are yeah. always faster than I am. So they, they take off and then I'm there. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that's fine. You know, I don't care. Right. I, I, one of the reasons why I like ultra races so much is because I like spending time on my own on the trail, even if yeah. it's in a race, as long as I can see the ribbons, you know, right. I, I'm not like on a, on the wrong course and don't see ribbons anymore. Then you're kind of nervous. Yeah. Did I miss the turn? Did I miss the turn? Wait a minute. How many extra miles do I have to get back? To get, I know, yeah. I know. Then you got, I, that has never happened to me yet. I've always been on course. And so, of course, some race directors are better than others about marking the course. Yeah. And sometimes you have those comed- those you know whole, whole, those those local comedians who like to take the ribbons off. So oh right, right, yeah. You never know. But I always forget, like when they have the the ribbons up high and you're looking down at the ground the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> you look up like, oh crap. <laughs> So you have kind of have to like look around. And, yeah, you have to look around. Right? <laughs> Lesson be, learned. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So some races are better than better than others. I think some race directors kind of hide them just to make it tricky. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> some some race I, some race directors are sadists, but that's right. <laughs> well, for I think by nature, but uh, yeah, extra sadists, I think too. <laughs> I think so too. I I, I think so. <laughs> what are the two best tips that you can give beginner runners? Yeah. So I talk about when I talk about two, like a new class, because mm-hmm. we do everything in classes, our, our couch to 5k classes are in groups. So we have a, a pack, which is, um, makes it a lot easier for people, even though it's incredibly intimidating to go into a running group but we all we're all starting together um i tell people it's you know a lot of it is mental and when people start to run especially women um that i I have found over the last 17 years i've been doing this um that there's a fight or flight mechanism that gets triggered when you start running and you know as opposed to the fight part where you're standing and your hands get sweaty and your mouth gets dry um i deal with the flight part so when you start running you're primal head even though we're in you know 2023 gets turned on and you're like oh crap what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong so i tell them that and actually that actually helps them 
realize that that is something's happening because people really they say that they hate running with like a passion i'm like no one hates volleyball nobody hates kayaking it's running you know so um i tell them that 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 is a thing and once they hear that they're like oh gosh okay that's what's going on and then we slow down we go really slow um to help with the bigger muscles your foundation muscles um and we can talk to each other so yeah <laughs> Ask questions. If you can't talk and run at the same time, you're re- you'll be the very popular listener. <laughs> and um, yeah, those are the kind of the big three things I tell people. Just that's to start. You're not going to go. You're not going to head off really fast at the beginning. You're going to kind of um, <laughs> shoot your wad. And uh, yeah, just those three things is kind of like the big the trifecta of our my whole business. I think most most beginning runners the the biggest mistake they make is starting too fast. Yeah. So it's, your body isn't prepared to do that because mm-hmm. your all the blood is in the muscles and um, your brain isn't on board for sure. Mm-hmm. So if you are going fast on top of that, you are just expending so much energy. It's like a plane going straight up in the air. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's got to go, go, go down the ground for a little bit mm-hmm. and then fly. Yeah. So you really have you really have to go slow at least for the first you know 10 15 minutes um just to get your muscles to go okay this is what we're doing get your brain on board get those um that brain and muscle connection which takes a while too for you to kind of that 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 freeway isn't built yet so that is a huge step that needs to happen. Yeah, absolutely. It and and that I think because they go so fast or too fast, they get injured very yeah. quickly. Yeah, because those smaller muscles, your your fast twitch muscles aren't are they're, they're small, so there's yeah. nothing around it that's strong enough to hold it and keep it secure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, going slow helps those bigger muscles. It's like a foundation in your house; like you can't do the 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 roof work, <laughs> you know, the little detail work roof work in um, when your foundation is cracked. Yeah, yeah, or not I, there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't build uh, a a roof without the, without the frame. It's true. Yeah. No, right. Very yeah. true. Very true. So how do you, how important are our warmups and stretching afterwards? Yeah. For, for runners. <laughs> I'm, I'm self, self-proclaimed bad stretcher. Um, I, I think warming up is, uh, is just as important as stretching. Um, I tell people, you know, it's dynamic warming up uh, and then st- post-run stretching. We don't stretch mm-hmm. before we run anymore. Right. Um, it's kind of old school yeah. thought. So even like walking for five or 10 minutes, getting your yeah. brain and body connected because um, you're we're such cerebral pre- people, especially when you're sitting at desks all day and just like thinking, 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 you got to get your brain to talk to your body. So having any kind of warm-up exercises, as well as walking, doing squats, anything to like prepare your body to going okay we're going to do this thing now um and keeping that kind of consistent for your running career so i I mean i try to just even getting my shoes on and things like that i like kind of do some squats while i'm doing that just kind of go okay buddy we're all this like a little party or inviting everybody to come along (laughs) okay legs okay but we're gonna you guys ready we're gonna do that i like that Uh, and then tell me but it's true like it's like you you have to kind of like just talk to everybody and see what see what's going on and then we go out and then stretching afterwards i wish i could tell you um, I do it every time. I mostly foam roll uh, afterwards as a um, a torture method. I like to 
<laughs> to engage in. Um, and I should I should stretch more, but I don't. But it's 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 the way for your body your you know body to kind of relapse and um kind of come back into its normal pace or no yeah. normal area. Yeah. Yeah. I I like my rolling stick that I have. Yeah. I love like that a lot. It hurts, yeah. but I like that one a lot. I started using that in my physical therapy when my last surgery. And I like that one a lot because you yeah. can just sit and do it and and it um it works. It works pretty well. Yeah. It's 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 easier if you can kind of have some uh trick where you're stretching and you have some kind of dopamine, you know, like if you can have cookies <laughs> Well, everything's you know, easier you... with cookies. Right. Everything's easier. <laughs> but any kind of like post run snack, if you can like stretch and eat and stretch and eat, that that's kind of like the perfect thing. Or I, I used to when I was um living in San Francisco, I had a big blueberry smoothie at the end and I would stretch mm. and you know eat my smoothie or drink my smoothie. And that that was kind of the that was my thing. And I haven't found that, but I, I should. I just, yeah, it's. Uh, I run a couple times a day sometimes, so I'll, I'll be better. I promise. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Have a, have a little treat after. Have some yeah. yogurt, a smoothie. That's perfect. You should be eating like you know within half an hour yeah. after you run. So it's true. It's true. Yeah. And the short runs, the short runs, I'm hungrier on short runs than I am on long runs. The long runs, I, yeah. I have trouble eating after. Afterwards. Yeah, I have to wait a That's little while. That's a thing. It's because yeah. you're. Um, your your brain is so not there. It's so busy trying to figure out what what the hell happened to your body yeah. that it, the hunger thing isn't happening. And I, I, my coach Mike is, uh, you know, he talks about just like just sipping on a you know sipping on a soda and then having a mm. couple of potato chips or you know it depends on the long run, but like fifty fifty k's or something like that. Yeah, so you kind of have to kind of ease your body into it. You can't just slam and like drinking something is perfect mm. because it's it's you have to drink water anyway. So like drinking. Um, and you kind of like chocolate milk is my favorite thing to drink afterwards. And it has all the calories and everything that you need. So that sounds good. Yeah. 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 You do have to kind of ease. Well, well, after 50K, you have to ease into everything like chairs and stairs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> stairs. Stairs. Oh, my gosh. Upstairs isn't bad, but those downstairs. Oh Every time. Oh, my God. Oh, on that on that Mount Shasta 50K yeah. I did. I stayed in a hotel in in, in Reading, and yep. the elevator didn't work. Oh. So the next morning, I had to go down the stairs. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, you're killing me!" <laughs> I know. I just remember that. Were now. you able to get get an In and Out burger while you were there, though? Actually, yes, yes. Good. I always have In and Out, so yeah, a girl. I always have that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a treat. If if I'm in California and doing a race, I always stop at the In and Out. Oh yes. <laughs> I would do a race in California just for the In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> in and out oh, yeah. should sponsor a race. Yeah, yes, they should, shouldn't they? Oh my goodness! <laughs> or you can do because they're they're all along California, so maybe you could do like a you know a Northern California. Oh my gosh, I'm you could do it all over. Just stop. And do, do do a tour in and out in and out tour. Just do five k's along and just do do five k and then stop at each one. Oh my gosh. You have to do more than 5K with the moon. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, they're, up, they're up in Oregon now. I think we have one in Medford down there. So I am. we had it pretty, yeah, regularly. Well, that's not, I was going to say, that's not too far of a drive. So yeah, it's pretty far. <laughs> it's pretty far. <laughs> so you you still race, right? I, um, I do. Um, Just for the fun uh, of it. I, not for, I mean, I do. I you know it's kind of complicated. 
Um, I don't enter races anymore. I get, to, I, um, I'm doing a race in, uh, actually Patagonia next, next week. Um, it's a, it's a staged race, but it's really a small staged race, like oh, fun. between six and 12 Ks every day for four, oh, nice. six days. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I'm doing that as a, you know, as a, a getaway with, with a couple of girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, fun. so that's kind of, I mean, that's the, the excuse of seeing friends, of course. That's nice. It, in, um, where's that at in Pat- Patagonia? Patagonia. Oh my gosh. How exciting. Yeah. <laughs> i'm really excited about that one very cool yeah and then um doing a one in uh uh azores which i've done a few times or a couple times before and that's um but that was i'm doing that um as a as a coach um got hired as a coach to do that for a friend and um we have a group coming and running that i've done the i tried to do the marathon it's uh, like seven thousand elevation gain and loss it's hard oh that's hard um over, over a couple of volcanoes. Um, I DNF'd. It was my first DNF. I'm very proud of that one. And um, I did the 25K last year. I'll probably do the 25K this year too. So that's, it's just, it's just a hard one. And then mm. um, my, but my brother's doing, he's, he's turning 60 ooh, next couple, couple months. And he said he wanted to do a marathon. So we'll do a marathon together uh, in the fall. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't do them unless I get paid for them, which sounds <laughs> terrible because I just like to run. I mean, it's nice to have like some kind of goal, you know, like a high end goal. Um, but for now, I, I just like, just like running and we yeah. run, you know, Friday, like I have my running partners on Friday are always training for something crazy and we do p- big trail runs on Friday. So that I'm, I'm along for the ride. I'd just like to be there. Well, nice. That's a nice thing to do, though, just to yeah. run for the sake of running. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining uh, yeah, us today. Of course. This is very, very fun. And all your contact information, everything will be on MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. Okay. And, and have fun in Patagonia. My goodness. Uh. That I know. I'm, so cool. I'm a little nervous, but I actually have been training really hard for this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's the right distance. It's 6K to 12K a day, not these, right. you know, 40K a, a day for seven days. Right. Um, yeah. I have a friend that does those in, um, in, in, in all around the world. And yeah. I, uh, I, I, th- I think it's great for her. <laughs> yeah. Good for her, not for me. I well, want to had- see do things too yeah yeah well Je- jeff peltier he's he does those long ones he does them all over the world he does that yeah. with the what is the what's it races across the world or something race like that. race the planet race the planet yeah yeah my friend and, my, my running partner does those too oh yeah. okay yeah but they know each other yeah i bet you he he films them he's such a good filmmaker and he just he just put up the one the one uh racing georgia up on yeah. his on his youtube my friend so, my, my friend yeah did that one Oh, then you got to watch it. Then he's, okay. <laughs> he's, got, he's got seven parts up. He, I think he has one more part up, but he's got seven, seven parts of the, of the, uh, the series up on, on his YouTube channel. That's Jeff Peltier. And, okay. um, yeah, he's, he, he's such a good filmmaker. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they're beautiful areas. Like she, my friend just got back from Antarctica mm. and is doing the Gobi oh, yeah. next year or pretty soon. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I run with her on Thursdays when she's in the country and, like, how many do you need to run today? She's like, well, I could do 20, but I'll probably just do five. Mm. If I go, okay, good. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing how they do that. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. She's told me it's great. <laughs> I, I don't, I think I'd, see, there's a couple of things with that. I don't know. I think I'd rather do it all at once. And I don't mind doing stage races, but 
they all, you know, they share tents and all sleep in yeah. the same place. I need my own tent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't sleep It's just all people. about your personality, right? Yeah. 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 It's like, I, I need a little privacy. I don't mind sleeping in a tent because I, I go camping all the time, but I need my little bit of privacy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all about boundaries. <laughs> literally, yes. Literally yes. boundaries. <laughs> yes. Very much so. But that is me. So there you go. All <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And like yeah, I said, you we'll bet. all your links on, on the website and okay. have a wonderful time at, at your adventures and uh, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much, Martha. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much, Beth. That was terrific. That's Beth Baker and all her contact information is on the website, MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. You know where to go. All right. As I said, my... Work is just beginning. My healing work, my getting back to running is just beginning. This is a process and I'm starting from the beginning line. You know, the scene in The Wizard of Oz where Dorothy starts right in the little center. Yes, that's me. I'm starting from the beginning. No, I'm not going to skip. I'm not going to sing, thankfully, because I have a terrible voice and you don't want to hear me sing. But I'm starting right from the beginning and I'm going to move out and the circles are going to get larger and larger and larger. And I'm going to go down that yellow brick road. And yes, I'm going to eventually run and I'm going to run the races that I want. I did already sign up for a race in June. It's the San Francisco one day, six hours. I'm going to walk it. My goal is to walk all six hours, not to stop the race. I may take a break now and then. I'm not going to say I'm not going to sit down, but I will probably take a few breaks, but I'm not going to stop until the six hours is done. That is my goal. So let's see if I can do that. That is in June, and then I'll probably have a couple smaller races, and then I plan to do the the ride to walk race in September as well. I also want to do the Golden Gate half in November. I haven't done a, a street half marathon in a long, long time, and I'd like to do that. So I plan to do that. And then, of course, I'll do the turkey trot, the five the five mile this time, not the three mile little uh, pil pilgrim's promenade. I'm going to do the five mile one. I'm going to do that in on Thanksgiving as well. So and then we'll see. I'll get longer, longer distances and just eventually get into some nice ultras as we get into 2024. But that is all my goals, and we'll see how that goes. And you will be there to listen to it all. And I'm going to post some, some videos up on YouTube, and I'll have the, the links for all that fun stuff as well. So that is today's show, and thank you so much for joining me. Everything for Beth and everything for the show is at the website, MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. If you want to email me, it's MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run.